now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It is Friday, Albuquerque. Oh, thank God. Finally. Barbie is here. Oh, Let's what? go. What? Okay. Let's go. Let's go see Barbie. First installment of Mattel's Toyverse. I support it. <laughs> Saleh Taylor joining us on the program. Saleh, welcome. What a... Hello. Thank you. Making this program go around, Amory Castillo, who was uh, late to the party on the live stream, facebook.com slash talkabq. Amory's now with us. Amory, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good to see you. I'm good glad you're well. See you back. I'm back. How'd your show go last night? Amazing. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you make anyone laugh? Yes. Oh, so different from this show. I know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Text line, you should have been there. It's not your show. Um, you can be much funnier here. I feel like you hold it back. Um, I'll work on it. Okay, interesting. Okay. Not with that attitude, you're not. Spoiler alert for the end of Transformers. Just kidding, not going to give it. Friend of the show is trying to ruin everything. Uh-huh. All right, so I got no you- spoilers. No spoilers. Soleil Taylor with us. We have a big announcement. We're going to talk to him about that here in a moment. But I have the early numbers, boys, okay? Okay. Barbie is estimated to earn $110 million at the box office this weekend. That estimate's got to be on the low end. Oppenheimer is estimated to earn 50 Pretty good. It's going to blow it out of the water. Barbie is going to be... See what you did there. It's a bomb joke. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. I might not watch Oppenheimer. I know how it ends. Kind of like Titanic. Like I know what happens. I already know the story. Why watch it? The journey. It's what about, a waste. It's oh. the journey. It's <laughs> the journey. I'm, I'm kidding. I love Christopher Nolan. I'm going to be there someday in the next few days. He's got weird clout. Because he's the best director of our generation. <coughs> oh, here we go. Okay. Here Try we me. go. Try me. So, hey, you work in the film industry. Well, if you can pull off a really good Batman movie and pull off other really good movies, you're really good director he's a genius batman is his worst movie is memento memento does suck and memento is fantastic looking up christopher nolan movies right now batman is really good source material and he did it better than anyone and it's not even close this is the ranking this is undebatable, the ranking of Marvel movies, okay. of all superhero movies, okay? Dark Knight trilogy first. Keep in mind that you called them Marvel movies subconsciously, knowing yeah. that all facial tissues are Kleenex. Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. You want a Coke? <laughs> so it goes Dark Knight trilogy, then every single Marvel movie ever, and then we'll, then you could talk about DC. <laughs> I agree. The worst Marvel movie is better than any DC movie that's not the Dark Knight trilogy. A lot of truth to what you just said. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty heavy truth yeah, right there. Yeah, for sure. Right. Crystal Nolan made something called The Following. I don't know what that is, so take it off. The Dark Knight Rises, probably in the top ten. Oh, Tenant, it sucked. 
Tenet was good. It was very good. I hated it. You hated it. You hated how good it was. It was like in reverse, but forward. Yeah. Every all of his movies have something to do with time. Insomnia, time sucked. manipulation. Inception? No, Insomnia. What's Insomnia? Um, it was. I don't remember this movie. Edward Norton's in that one, right? Al Pacino's in it. Ooh, even better. And it sucked. It sucked. I Hold do. on. It came out when we Why were in high school. Why did it suck? Um, because we were too young for it at the time. Just so it doesn't suck it. anymore. Memento. Batman Begins is the worst Batman of the trilogy. And it's so good. Interstellar is very good. Great score. Prestige is very good. Dunkirk is wildly good. I don't feel like enough people talk about that. I did not know Insomnia was Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it's not good. I've seen that movie. Yeah, that's probably, it's not his best work. No. It's not bad. Obviously, The Dark Knight. Obviously, Inception. And now... Inception's his best work. Inception was genius, like next level genius stuff. Well, he's it not messed with my head. He's not going to be able to beat out Barbie. So Barbie is is front running um, all the way here, which I'm into. Feels right. Feels right. If yeah, I, more people are going to watch Barbie, if I make it a better movie. Yeah. If I ask my lady, like, what do you want to go see this this weekend, Oppenheimer or Barbie? She's going to say, we just saw Mission Impossible. I'm going to go okay. see Oppenheimer on Sunday. You need help? You do an Oppenheimer before Barbie? Good no, question. just going to Oppenheimer. No, no, no. You'll be watching Oppenheimer before you watch Barbie. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. How about that? How about that? Didn't see that coming. Yeah, how about that? That's a Shyamalan twist. Speaking of directors. A lot of text here. Okay, here's what's up. Go see Barbie, go see Oppenheimer, and then on Monday, all spoilers. That's too soon. Monday? It's too soon. <laughs> you got really him in a couple days. It's too soon. I don't think I'm going to watch either one until week We still need to do our quarterback reviews. Oh, damn it. That's what I was supposed to watch last night. Monday. We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, Monday. 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 Episode two. We know two. Fred's not going to watch it. Hey, friends, watch the first 11 minutes. Friends of the Shaw, I'll never tell you to not join us on our program. I'll never do that. If you jump over to TJ Trout right now, Sam Bregman's over there. Alex Bregman's dad? Yeah. Oh, what a dude. Let's we'll just look right at him. Okay. So if we go over to KKOB, call them and say, when can Alex Bregman join the boys on Two Men On? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent question. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. That's what we need. We need peer pressure. Say, go next door. Hey, Marie, go produce. Go talk to go talk to Sam right now and see when Alex can come on. I'm also not really joking that much. Okay. It's wild to me because we've reached out to him a couple times. I have his, I have his handler's number in yeah. my phone. Like, we, it just yeah. never comes through. Do you, just, do you want me to just go ask right now? Like, like, I'm expendable right now. No, so. Amory's good at this stuff. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah no, no. I, yeah, yeah she's like a pro. Is, you he, think, is he currently talking to him right now? The light is not on, so I feel like he's available if you walked in a second. Be like, just say this. Say, hey, Sam. Say, sit, no, do this. Do this. Go. Sammy! So do Sammy! that. That's a, that's, a, that's a mean thing to say about him. The what? light's not on? He's a very intelligent man. No, the radio light. Oh, I see. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Literally. He's got a lot going on here in town. Sure he does. There's a couple of really good names. Yeah, he's on the he's on the cup holders at Isotope Stadium and in, in the toilet. If we that's a big deal. If we get Alex Bregman on, say like Monday, mm-hmm. that means in one broadcast week we would have had like Alex Bregman, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Then we also would have had the most famous person in New Mexico. The history of New Mexico. The history of New Mexico. Yeah. Not a bad week. And I'm counting Bill Richardson. Hundred percent, you're kind of yeah. Bill Richardson. Steve Stucker is 
That's high praise. Wow. Yeah. I think it goes like this. In the history of New Mexico, it goes Steve Stucker, number one. Billy the Kid, number two. Yeah, for sure. Erlacher, three. Uh, Erlacher, probably three. And then Oppenheimer, four. Don't forget Exhibit. Oh, yeah. X oh, to the yeah. Z. <laughs> Is Bill Gates from here? Or is it just the mugshot? Just the mugshot. Okay. Yeah. Exhibit. And then Freddie Prince Jr. He tried to start Microsoft here. And we threw him out. For like a, week. a bunch of idiots. Sally Taylor with uh, Sports Not His Forte, his forte professional wrestling in the world of film. Sally and I are starting a weekend program van. So Sally and I will be talking pro wrestling every single weekend here on the Sports Animal, Saturdays at 5 p.m. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. The program called Going Over. Going Over. We're going to be going over pro wrestling talk, including WWE, AEW, don't forget Duke City Championship Wrestling. DWC. And then we're going to make sure we spend a little bit of time falling down the road of nostalgia every week. So Sally, excited to have you as part of that. I'm really excited. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's, I've been part of that world my whole life, actually. Right. From having family in it and then even having participated in it myself. And, uh, and then some of those stories will come out through the course of our broadcast down the road as far as, like, who you know and how you've been a part of it. And also, I've been a fan for a long time, but now I'm in an ownership group, and I'm, and I'm excited to add my actual passion in life, which is talk radio, to that world. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So Sally Taylor... Welcome to the two men on adjacent family. Welcome yeah. to going Thank over, you. which you will hear with us every single weekend. We'll do a lot of fun guests and stuff. We won't have Van on. Let's be real honest here. And me. What are you talking about? I know everything about wrestling. I don't. That's a good balance right there. I had a had a bummer of a morning, and I listened to Dusty Rhodes' Hard Times speech. Hard Times! Hard Times! Hard Times! Hard Times! Rick Flair! Your Hard Times, Rick Flair! If you ever need a little pick-me-up for you, and you got to listen to We need to, to come back. Let's come back to that. Can you pull the up the Hard Times promo? Yes. And uh, side note, production <laughs> side note, not to interrupt this conversation, but Sam, seen, Sam's, Sam Bregman seems a little interested to come over here. Okay. Oh, he's super nice. We'll bring him on in. He's so nice. We'll, the, see, we'll see what happens. If I made the move. I, I left the board to just to let you know to go talk to Sam. Made moves. Good get. We'll see what happens. Little inside radio. We really wanted to take A. Marie to the Super Bowl last year, but she was working on the morning show, and there was like a lot of logistics we would have had to figure out. It didn't work out. I don't imagine a single guest would have got by us with you at the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm going. We're going this year. This year, we're going for oh, sure. It's gonna be out of Vegas, control. baby. Vegas. I don't. We're gonna need a wraparound charge and decompress weekend around ten days in Vegas. That's gonna be insane. <laughs> I, the Super Bowl is. The first week of February next year, that's when we go out there, and then the or second February week. February 11th. So we got there a week before to do all that radio road stuff. I've, I need to start hydrating now. Yes. 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 It's going to be rough. Get some electrolyte packets. That's what I've been doing. That's a good idea. Love it. You can get a really good size bag at Costco right now. Well, we should we should call round two. We should get mobile IV drips. Free free plug for our friends at Costco. Yeah, five zero five two four six zero six ten. I love Costco. You just say big box store. Oh, also, if our store. friends at Costco Bulk. want to be an official sponsor of the yeah, program, call the program. Call the program. Amory is awaiting your call. Yeah, Amory will get a tattoo that says uh, "Forget the Waltons." No, I won't. We will do a trade <laughs> for electrolytes. Apparently, it's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, because right now we currently have hard times. Hard times. Hard times. Oh, I got it. I'm on it. When the textile workers <laughs> around this country. You guys know I don't know anything about wrestling, but right I'm going to do my best. Wrestling speeches are dope. Dusty Rhodes. Wrestling promos are the best part of wrestling. Yes. 
Sally Taylor will be joining me every single Saturday. Going over, we're excited for it. We're going to talk the world of professional wrestling, and what it's also going to do is limit the professional wrestling on this program. <sighs> Friends of the show, rejoice in unison. From the texter, if you're going to have Sam Bregman on, why don't we just do some ambush journalism? On what? Okay. What would be the ambush to Sam Bregman? No, I think we just ambush him and bring him in here. Also from the live chat, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will top Barbie. I don't think that's out yet. That doesn't come out yet. It's, it's, like, it's like a week away. Uh, Barbie might be able to hold it for a few weeks. That'd be cool. I think Barbie's going to be the highest grossing movie of the year. It probably will. Yeah. Which is wild because it was to crush. Like maybe domestically, I think Fast and Furious won't get beat worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> Sally, you're you're like you have a sad card, right? Yes, and I'm very limited what I can talk about. Okay, but yes, I do. So what you can talk about? How is Barbie coming out right now? I thought everything was on strike. Everything is already done. They already had a date, and then everything that was completed before our strike date. It's good. It's kosher. Uh, but our what we cannot do is uh, go to premieres or anything like that, promoting even. I'm not promoting the movie Barbie or Oppenheimer. I'm just saying it's happening, what could happen, but I'm not promoting the movie. That, uh, right. But uh, I'm just stating facts of what's happening. But, uh, yeah, there, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that we cannot do. And there's some language that, um, that people are saying that we might be able to do because – one of the biggest cons coming up is uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And they were trying to have actors not be able to go because you can't mm -hmm. talk about projects. Right. And you can't talk about past projects. And you can't talk about future projects. So if... So nothing. So nothing is what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so big actors have had to drop out of that. But now they're trying to fix the language to make it that they can just go and talk about stuff. If Ryan Gosling were to tweet... Or a thread. If Ryan Gosling were to sew a thread that said... Is that the nomenclature? Is that what we're going with? I'm trying to figure it out. Sew a thread? It's not what you do with threads? Thread the needle? That's whenever you say like a risque word. Ooh. Yeah. So if Ryan Gosling would be like, just post a photo, maybe like his feet kicked up in a movie theater and Barbie on in the background. He would be in violation of it. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. Yeah. You see all the uh, Oppenheimer actors... Did a staged walk off yeah. on the red carpet of their own movie because the, that day was the day when the, the strike yeah. was authorized. And I mean, it's a lot more than doing nothing, but it's kind of doing nothing. It's kind of very similar. Yeah, it's so it's so similar to doing nothing. It's just like you already got paid. You know, yeah. you already got all the reviews in. Rotten Tomatoes is praising it, and then like, you know what we'll do? We'll walk off the red carpet. <laughs> In our $20,000 nightgowns. Yeah. We're already paid and everything. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. yeah. But then what happens is... Go, go to bed on a giant pile of money. This might not be a stretch to you guys, what I'm about to say. The best actor, writer, performer, comedian, and like dramatic role individual in all of Hollywood is Bob Odenkirk. It's not even close. He does everything better than everyone else. That's nice of you to say. You don't think that's true? No. Who would it be? He wrote for The Simpsons. No, he, he's a very well-rounded, talented man. I'm not going to say he's not. He's incredible. Yeah. If you've seen him on social media recently, he's roasting every single actor that is, like, breaking the rules. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. it's, it's the for him. funniest thing you'll ever see. He's been hilarious. He stays hilarious. Yeah. Step Boy will come back with actual sports talk. We're going to talk about Magic Johnson. Is he saying the Washington Commanders, um, maybe no more? 
Maybe not. I've been calling the Washington Guardians forever. Right. So I, it's not like it's even going to matter. Just get rid of a you stupid know nickname. The Cleveland Guardians, right? What are you talking about? What? what do, why do you call the Washington Guardians? That's their team name. It's the Commanders. Yeah, the Washington Guardians. Yeah, Cleveland Commanders. The Cleveland Commanders is in Cleveland. That's a baseball thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sally Taylor will be joining me every single Saturday. Welcome to the family, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go on that. More sports talk when we get back. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I don't either. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. Flair. No respect. Daddy. No honor. <laughs> there is no honor among thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. Four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they can't go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard <laughs> time. So very good. God, I love it so much. It gets me absolutely amped. I'm upset that it's my first time ever hearing that. <laughs> it's so good. I don't look like an athlete, he said. He goes up, yeah. the, the, the quote is, my belly's just a little big, my hiney's a little big. And you go, this is so good. But brother, I'm bad. And they know I'm bad. They were pissed by a computer. So very good. <laughs> so Magic Johnson's in this new ownership group for the Washington Guardians. And Commanders. What's that? It's the Washington Commanders. Yeah. For a while. For one more year. So new Washington Guardians minority owner, Magic Johnson, by percent, not by birth, was on the Today Show today, and he says, everything's on the table as far as it regards potential name change. Here we go again. Deja vu. Good. Yeah. I said rebrand the whole thing. Immediately start building a new stadium, get a new color scheme, get a new name. Just erase the history. The Washington football team was a good name. I think, you know, I've gone on this rant multiple times on this program. You don't need to name your team the mascot. Just have your colors, mm-hmm. have the name of the city. And you could have the goofy cartoon mascot run around if you want. Don't name your team after characters. Just rep your city, dog. Redskin, Commando, whatever. It's dumb. Just be Washington. The Washington football team. You could have set a new precedent. It would have been sweet. I like that a lot because they could name themselves the Washington States. Mm. And you could play in either Washington. Yeah. (laughs) So smart. They could go like a real... We got two home stadiums. They could go a real formal way with it, like, you know, because it's all politics out there. Yeah. It'd be the Washington wing of football. Ooh. Ooh. Washington Department. The Department Ooh. of Football. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Sweet. You what get, would the logo look like? FBI Just a logo. W. Yeah. You get, like it currently is? Get one of those, get one of those hats. 
like a like stenciled lettering. You know what I'm talking about? You got to do it. You, everything. All right. You know, whenever you go to Facebook Marketplace and you buy like a piece of furniture, but it's from a smoker's home, and you do everything you can do to like take off like the veneer finish and everything you can do to like sand it down, and then you have to seal it to lock in that smoke smell so that it never gets that. That's what you have to do to get rid of the stench of yeah. Dan Snyder. Burn the whole thing to the ground. Burn it to the freaking ground. No one wants anything to do with the history of this organization. When I say history, I mean since Dan Snyder. Yes. Because the Gibbs years were pretty cool. And the Washington Guardian's name is ass. It is so bad. It's horrible. It's terrible. Just be Washington. Pick some cool colors. Get some new fancy jerseys. Your fans aren't going anywhere. Let them dress up like hogs if they want. Yeah. It's okay. You can make cool stuff with a terrible name. Here's an example. Froggy Fresh. Mm-hmm. Washington football team, best team ever. Like, that's all you got to do. Create a thing. Washington Magic Johnsons, go. Go play. Run. The Magicians. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate it. I hate how hard I laughed at that. The Washington Washingtons, fine. Go. (laughs) Go. That's so annoying to keep changing the name. Not to me. Yes, it is so annoying. Nah. Not to whoever's making the the jerseys. Go back to the white, you racist. The original. Hey, do me a favor. Turn down your Jason Aldean song in the background while you (laughs) you say this to me. Thanks. I knew you were going to bring this up. (laughs) You did it. Not in, not in my small town. You didn't do it. Oh, oh, if you could my call them, gosh. how about the pig skins? They can still be the skins. You can still call them the skins if you want, but it's uh, it's pink instead of, you know, skin color. If you wanted to go with the pig thing, they had the the hogs or the warthogs or whatever. It would have been great. Would have been better. I don't know about great. When their placeholder name was better than the name. Washington Monuments is a good name. I'm not a fan. I'm still, they had it right with Washington football team. That was so cool. What was the one everyone thought was super woke and good? The, um, the airplane one. Wait, what? Oh, red tails, red tails. That's not bad. Did you see what the owner, when he first called Magic Johnson to be, like what he asked? Did you did you see that? Give it to me. When he called Magic, Magic's uh, question number one question was, do you want to win? And he said, yes. And then Magic Johnson said, I'm in because I don't invest in sports teams for ego. I invest to win. Why is this a story? It's a huge story on CBS Sports. Here's how it really went. Tell me how it really went, because yeah. I saw that quote, and I was like, I thought the same thing, Fred. I was like, what are we doing? What it, it really went this way. <laughs> Magic. Do you want to launder money on the West Coast <laughs> and the East Coast now? Because yeah. that's what we do here. Hey, Magic, can Thank I use you, all CBS of your Sports. rich friends to yeah. buy into my team? Because I can't afford it by myself. <laughs> I'll cut you in for free. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to cash transactions here. <laughs> Who what? doesn't want to win? That's the dumbest question ever. Who doesn't? I can name a bunch of sports do- franchises. Uh, mm. You know who makes the most money in Major League Baseball every year? This is real. You know who You know who pockets the most cash? 
Yankees? The Pittsburgh Pirates. What? Because they don't spend any of it. They make mm. a ton of it. They they charge East Coast prices. They have a dedicated fan base because the other sports in the city do really well. Mm-hmm. And they walk away with mm. so much money because they don't put it on the field or into the facility. Salary floor, baby. Let's yep. go. <laughs> like, make them spend it. Isn't it wild how real that is? And now the Washington name changers are going to have a chance. Hold on. Put that down. Write that's, that down. That's strong. Write that one down. That is pretty strong. Now they're going to have a chance. The football's the one where, and we've talked about this for 20 years. They've been garbage. 25 years. They've been garbage. The chameleons. Keep going. You just be whatever they want. Change name every year. No, I don't like it. <laughs> and you could be any, you could have any color jersey if you're the chameleons. The Washington Magic is a good name. Just go with that. If you're the, if you're the chameleons, you could change your jersey to whatever team you're playing to confuse them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so stupid. You're playing the Bills at home. You just wear their exact same jerseys. It's genius. I don't hate that. Never see it coming. I just love all these quotes. That whoever wrote this article. Give it to me. Also, Ron Rivera. It'll have a byline if you want to know who wrote it. Josh. Um, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of the article. Yep. Josh Harris, Magic Johnson. They're talking goals, optimism. They're going to bring back the franchise that used to be when Josh Harris's family grew up in Washington, D.C. It is only optimism from here. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thanks for that watered-down lawyer speak <laughs> that everyone in that position would have said. Yeah, thanks for saying all the right things that everyone it expects you to an say. It amount of uh, uh, immense amount of work from a lot of people. The, mostly Dan Snyder screwing yeah. everything up. <laughs> the real move is to lose Washington altogether and go with D.C. Ooh. Mm. D.C. is much cooler. The D.C. Illuminati. You should go work for them. I would do well working there because I've heard about Ooh, the office culture DC. and I'm into it. Nice. What is like, what's the villain in D.C.? What's the Hydra of D.C.? Because Hydra's Marvel. No clue. No clue either. The Jokers? DC Justice? Mm. Mm. If it's not owned by DC, I really can't see that anywhere close to happening. What's a cool, like, leaders? Don. DC Dons? Like, there's something of that nature that exists. They would do well with that. Uni- DC United. <laughs> Done. Boom. Mm-hmm. Call that a team. Go. They'll never allow that to happen. Why it's too good, too soccery. <laughs> Can't oh, yeah. let the soccer influence infiltrate the NFL. Washington football team is as close as they're going to get. What about the um, what about a cool edgy one like bullets? Hmm. Are the uh, Capital Stormers? Oh, that's a good one. Washington Jan Sixers. Yeah, yeah. The Washington Aldeans. They always have a home game on January 6th. Hey, Marie, you can turn your microphone off for a minute. I watched the Jason Aldean video. It's uh-huh. all riot footage. Appreciate zero it. riot footage of January 6th. Well, well, well. In my hometown. No one likes to look in a mirror sometimes. There are two industries in my hometown, the oil company and the bullet factory. These are the two things, right? Mm-hmm. So where, where I went to school, you were an oiler. The school next to me, you were a bullet. 
Those were the two teams, the Oilers and the Bullets. So many years later, two years ago, they were like, hey, we're changing the Bullets name, so now everyone is Oilers. And these people were up in arms. They were saying... Huh, up in arms. Nice. Nice. They were saying, you're talking away our junior middle school heritage or whatever. And you're like, just, it's not, that's not like a cool thing anymore. Like, bullets are not cool. To it, you. Yeah, to most. To a lot of people, they're like, not only the coolest thing, it's their whole identity. Van, if a person came up to you and said, I think in a school setting, we should regularly reference bullets. I would say, that's stupid. Mm. That's that's the answer to that. Kind of culturally insensitive yeah. to all these children put in harm's way. All the time. A couple times a week all year. Ugh. A couple times a week all year. That's the saddest thing. Mm-hmm. You know what you could do? Because, like, the Redskin thing, because obviously it's derogative. I say obviously. Maybe people don't feel that way. It's, perceived, not, it's not unanimous. That's it's not for sure. unanimous. I agree. It's perceived by many as derogative. You could go with like DC natives, and then it's just like, oh, we live here. Hey, now. we're here. Yeah, we live here. This is our thing. The DC townies, not the worst name ever created. The Colombians, the districts, huh. the Washington districts. Huh. I don't love that one either. Just DC is cool. A little bit of baseball talk whenever we get back because, um, you know, we're all people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all people. Sure. Some of us have microphones. Some of us don't. Mm-hmm. And I would say the most talented guy in the whole wide world with a microphone said something today that made me a little sad. Okay. I'm going to tell you about it whenever we get back. I might take this one off. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Suze joins us in like five minutes. Oh, that's exciting. Are you sure? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Just make sure the com- early now. Make sure the Comrex is on. Okay. Quote, I miss doing baseball. I miss putting on a headset and being the eyes and ears of Cardinals fans. That's more fun than being Switzerland and getting all the junk that comes with it. What? Does why is he why is he comparing it to Switzerland? I don't know. He's just he's he's channeling his inner Tim McCarver. What? <laughs> the Joe Buck quote. What about Switzerland? He does have to do a lot of talking head pit stops now. I don't think that's great. Also, the Cardinals replaced their play-by-play broadcaster last year. Joe Buck could have took the job if he really wanted yeah. to quit ESPN. Talk about it or be about it, loser. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And we'll see you tomorrow night. Greatest call in the history of baseball. Okay. Hyperbole. So Joe Buck misses it. He's got to do crappy football for ESPN 17 times a year. If Hear me out. Recognizing 162 games, recognizing that they're all over three hours, I would rather do 162 Major League Baseball games than doing 17 NFL football games. What is the Switzerland thing? I don't... I what don't, does this mean? Listen, I don't get it. I'm going to be... I is he having a stroke? He... I feel like is you're he making some, this up, Fred. He's I'm, got some kind of wholesome Tourette's. What's going on here? Why is he mentioning Switzerland out he of nowhere? Jo- he was on the zone with Jason Anderson on Kansas City's 810 WHB radio. 
This is all to do with that American Century Championship celebrity golf thing that you were obsessed with in Lake Tahoe. You were obsessed with that. It's really cool. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Was Pat McAfee there? I like people who do things that that's not what I they assume. normally do. The Miz was there. Was he? Yeah. Huh. Miss that. Miz that. God. He's is done. He, t- is Joe Buck okay? Like, is I'm worried about. No, him. he cannot be okay. That's what I'm saying. He did 24 World Series and then gave it up for something, something Switzerland. <laughs> what is he talking about? Did he it? win a Nobel Prize? What is he doing? Why is he talking about Switzerland? He's losing it. Your boy's not well. Our boy. I don't understand why you do this. What do you mean? Our. I'm a Vin Scully guy. He's not my boy. Game recognized game. He's a talented dude. But I don't got him on some pedestal like you do. You can be. Your weird red bird cult. You mean red tail? Nice. Best. I fans. I told you guys I didn't try harder today. And baseball. B-fib. They're not even the best fans in Missouri. The Battlehawks. There you go. <laughs> hey, Marie's here, everyone. <laughs> told you. Bringing, hey, Marie, the, bringing the heat today. Hey, Marie took a day off yesterday. She got a little extra juice in her. Sure. There go. <laughs> They're not even the best fan base in Missouri. The best fan base in Missouri is a team with their cities named for a state that it's not even in. Talking about Kansas City. Oh! Better barbecue, better fan base. More successful. You're angering me. Significantly less toasted ravioli. I have been to a Cardinals game, and I really enjoyed it, Fred. I just want to let you know. It was one of my favorite baseball, professional baseball games I've been to. Because they probably lost. Actually, they didn't. Was it this year? No, it actually was in 1998. That's a good year to go. Yeah, I saw Mark McGuire hit a couple home runs. A couple? All right, I tell you what. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to have a moment with you guys. Okay. But I'm going to include Josh Sushan when we get back. But I'm going to do a friendly. We're going to do a friendly whenever we get back. Okay. I'm going to make a proposal to you, too. All right. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to give me something that you identify as equal value to propose to me. It's going to be an exhilarating challenge to you two to come over to what I would call the right side. The good side. Okay. The correct side. Are you talking about Switzerland? You can no longer be Switzerland. Okay. (laughs) Josh Sushan joins us when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back, to the, welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. New friend of the show, Sam Bregman, just came in and said hi. Hey, I'm telling you. He said he's going to come by. I said, take my card. He said, I already have your number. I said, you don't call. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Josh Sushan. Josh, how are you? I'm well. I don't have Sam Bregman coming by here but in sugarland they're doing a uh, a lance mccullers jr world series replica ring giveaway and no van i'm not getting you one ouch that's weird that's, that you said that's no that's quite hurtful that's got to be a word that is he's man, getting you one that's whew. 
I'll just take the rest of this segment off so I can go cry. <laughs> Josh, you're pretty good at broadcasting everything. Like, I'm familiar with your work. I know what you got. I know you're a baseball guy at heart. There's an amount of money where you would do just 17 NFL games a year and give up baseball. I know there is an amount of money, Josh. There is or is, there is not? There is. Yes, correct. There is. There of course is. there is. Joe yes. Buck took that amount of money. He took that amount of money, and he sacrificed his love of baseball, 24 World Series, his family, his heritage, and he sold out to be a talking head 17 times a year for ESPN on football, and he regrets this, Josh. Does he really regret this, or is this Fred just saying things to, to say things? The WWE fan does not recognize a work when it's right in front of his face. He said on a podcast that he misses doing local St. Louis Cardinals baseball. Local? Yes. Well, that's the one. That's where you know how it is. That's where you build the connections. Right. So, with all that said, Josh, what is that number for you to give up your passion profession? Like, you don't have to give me an actual number, but is it like... Like, comfortable for the rest of your life? Is it a modest raise? Like, what is the thing where you would sell out your talents for a thing that you don't love? Because I think my number's real low. Well, here's the thing, too. <laughs> it's a whole lot easier to make that decision when you've done 24 World Series. Sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. Sitting on 10 years of AAA, which I'm proud of. Don't get me wrong. You're the best but at it. it's not like I'm really in a position to go like, oh, I'm going to, you know what I mean? It's like the person who's got $100 million in the bank, and then they're like, oh, I'll sign for the minimum because I'm just chasing a ring. Right? There's a big difference. Like, it's right. real, It's a whole lot easier to just make a decision based on what you've already accomplished in your life as opposed to what you hope to still accomplish in life. Well, that's a really good point, actually. Plus, I mean, if you call games for the NFL, you usually make more money, and you don't have to do anything live because it's all scripted. You oh, just, you just read off, you just really read off the playbook. Speaking of reading, everyone that hasn't read Joe Buck's book needs to read Joe Buck's book so they can start loving him the way he needs he deserves to be loved. Do you have a copy so I can read it? I will acquire one for you if you promise to and then convince Van to read it immediately after you because I need support in this. Well, if you, A. Marie, and Van all read Joe Buck's book, I will do whatever weird, crazy thing you guys want me to do as an equal trade so that you see the light. I like Joe Buck. I don't. There's no light that needs to be seen for me. I'm I'm one of his defenders. He, I, he's I, talking I, to me, Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just go to the public library and 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 get a copy of it because I believe in public libraries. Oh, that'll that's be very the sweet. next one that I read when I'm done with my current one. Right. All right, I'm making a note here: charitable effort for the library with Josh. <laughs> I have too many good books in my queue right now that I have to read long before I read about that hack, Joe Buck. So here's the thing, though, too, when it comes to, okay, so there was a while that he was doing local Cardinals and national work, which takes mm-hmm. him of October, and then he's still, and then he's the voice of the NFL. Like, that's a lot, too. And so then he gave up the Cardinals to just do the national MLB work, which basically was nothing for the first half of the season. Then the All-Star game, then they start to sprinkle in, like, some games of the week, second half of the season, and then you basically just go big in October. And then you've got, you know, like your, your regular NFL games. You know, if you want to be the prominent national voice, you have to do the NFL. Just no matter what. You, you just have to. If, if your aspiration is to be like the guy, then you have to do that. And then at a certain point, you get tired. You know, you just get older and you get tired. And, you know, he's on his second wife and his second set of kids now. And you're just tired, tired of missing them, right? <laughs> so I can understand why he wanted to, to do that. 
I also think I've never talked to Joe Buck in my life, but I also think that there's something about him where he knows. Okay, his dad was this prominent national guy. Bubba. He's done 24 years, and now it's like you know, it's it's time for somebody else. Like I've had my time. It's time for somebody else to get the top top games, and I'll still get some pretty cool games, and I'll still cash a huge check, and and, and I'll be fine. But I almost felt like he owed it to the broadcast. He was 26 years old when he became the national voice of Fox. So right? sweet. And let's face it, his last name wasn't Buck. There was no chance that he was doing that. And so I think that at a certain point he just realized it's time for me to let other broadcasters have these events. I mean, but that's my perception. You you left out a whole diatribe on Brockmire. Like, do you mm-hmm. want to you want to sneak that in there somewhere? Yeah. I don't like Brockmire. I swear to God, oh, Josh, well, you think you know a guy? God, we got beef now. What are we doing? You're trying to send me to go watch some three hour movie yesterday <laughs> after I do a four hour broadcast. So did you get tickets for Oppenheimer tonight? No. Or what? <laughs> but somebody sent me some link on Twitter of the entire movie, and I don't know if this is a joke or not. I haven't like, started oh my to goodness. watch it yet because it looks like it's really long. It's I, three hours, bro. It's three hours. I don't know what time you get back from from the road, but I'll go with you on Sunday night if you want to go. That's I'll still be falling asleep. That That's an afternoon movie. Yeah, Monday three morning. Three hours is an afternoon movie. I'm down Monday. Let's go. We didn't talk little matinee. We didn't really talk isotopes. Big game tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I do think it's a big game. I can't lose three in a row, right? You're you're still tied for first. You're playing really well, and Sugarland, for whatever reason, has had their number now for three straight years. Sugarland's not a good team this year. They were okay team last year. They were great team two years ago. You, You can't lose three in a row here. You win tonight. It evens the series. Gives you a chance to win the series. Makes it a whole lot easier to split on the road. You know, I, I think that I, I've seen a lot of Topes teams over the years where they're playing well, and then they hit a roadblock, and then it just kind of falls apart. I think I think tonight's a really important game. I think it's one of those games within a season you point to and you say, you know, not quite must win, but, like, really important game. you got to get a W. Maybe six times the charm for Carl Kaufman on the mound tonight. Except that he got scratched. I don't know why, but oh. Josh Rogers is going to start instead. Shows you what and, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, the, I thought that Kaufman was starting, too, until I looked at the lineup card. So Rogers is going to start instead. And you know Rogers is going to compete like heck. And Winton Bernard's back in the lineup, so that's a good thing. And Elarice Montero's getting the day off. Uh, your boy Jimmy Heron continues to hit. How about this? Jimmy Heron beat out a routine ground ball to the second baseman yesterday. Oh, that's sweet. Routine ground ball. Second baseman fielded it cleanly, didn't bobble it, didn't kick it. Now, it took his time. It was a little lackadaisical. And Jimmy got down to first base in 4.16 seconds and beat out a routine ground ball to the second baseman. That's fast. It's a little bit. How about a Jordan watch? How's my boy doing? He's in the lineup. He's batting third. He'll be in left field. He's going to play the field, too. How does he look? Does he look good? Does he look like he's ready to come back up? I my favorite him. moment two days ago was when he swung at a 3-0 pitch and bounced into a double play. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Josh and the Isotopes take over this broadcast network in just 45 short minutes. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, Dugan Darnell is the pregame guest. He's got a great story. I enjoyed talking to him. Nice. Love that. Thanks, guys. More of Tim and All when we get back.